welcome to The Sugar Rebellion with your host, Janine Hamilton. Every week, we're bringing you the information you need to get free of sugar, because what you eat is making you sick, and what you eat can make you well. Um, I, I'm going to talk today about the hype, you know, around food and around not eating sugar, because you know, I've been running into it. I've got this wonderful little Facebook ad going so that people can find out about the work I'm doing and get some of the information that I think should be out there. And so there are a lot of comments. And in the comments, I keep hearing the, some of the same things. And it's just kind of driving me nuts. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about it today. So just in case you haven't seen the ad, it says... Um, it simply says, don't eat crap. And crap is an acronym for, um, I think, for soda, for um, processed foods, for, I, I don't remember the, the exact um, correlations to the letters, but that's, that's what the crap is. And it's got a little picture of it. And up top, I say, you know, if you need help with that, come hang out at our Facebook group, and I, I give a link to um, a page where you can find out more about it. Well, the comments have been mind-blowing. Like, people from all over the United States in particular, you know, have made all kinds of comments, and most of them are positive, you know. Some of them are a little funky, like people telling me to shut the hell up, and, you know, it's a free country, you can, I'm like, okay. But anyway, the the ones that that are that are getting to me are all the people who are saying it's really it's not about um, what you're saying it's about it's it people need to just you know use their willpower it's a choice and you can make it or not and I'm like whoa really because if people had such an easy time making that choice. One out of three people in this country wouldn't have prediabetes. You know, by 2050, one out of two people are slated to have type 2 diabetes. So, no, it's not just that, you know, you can make a choice. Obviously, there's something more going on than that. And, and it just, it's, it's getting me that people are, you know, are, are just so adamant. You know, you hear people, people saying things like, I've eaten, you know, all the crap I've wanted to eat for 60 years and I'm doing fine. And it's like, yeah, great. That's you. I'm happy for you. We're not talking about you. We're talking about the rest of us. You know, that, that kind of thinking is just so myopic. And so I've been frustrated. And I think I, I must be taking it out on the podcast. But it's, really, it's annoying, isn't it? It's like we're made to feel like, you know, we're at fault. It's, it's our fault because we're not using, you know, willpower. All we need to do is to exercise more and to eat less. Really? It's that simple? I mean, it did not help when um, Michelle Obama came out and said the same thing. By the way, it wasn't what she originally said. She originally said that we needed to change the food that we were putting in front of our children. We needed to change the food that we were putting in, in our plate. And I can't help but think 
that the food industry got to her. And the next thing you know, she came out and was given the party line of, we all need to exercise more and eat less. So, you know, there's a lot going on here. And we're coming up against an industry that is powerful. I mean, I, I think most of you have probably heard my public service announcement. If you haven't, basically what I, I let people know is that the tobacco industry has taken over a lot of the food industry. And that may be news to you, but that's, that's what's going on. Um, I believe R.J. Reynolds from Newport Cigarettes, you remember those? I used to smoke those. They bought Nabisco. Philip Morris, you know, Marlboro and Paul Malls, they bought Kraft Foods. You know, these are people who have a, a decades-long record of, of making their products addictive and a, a decades-long record of not particularly caring that their product causes harm. I mean, they've proven this time and time again. I mean, I think people don't understand what we're up against. You know, they don't, you know, remember Lay's potato chip, nobody can eat just one? That's designed. They're paying scientists who work at where, what, what can they put in this food? What's the exact combination of flavor and, and additive and salt that will make your brain light up? And they call it the bliss point. It is, it, it's on purpose is really what I'm saying. That this isn't, this isn't just, you know, something we, that has happened um, for no good reason. It's happened because people want to make a profit. They want to make some money off of you and me. You know, what, so, and that's, that's really the simplicity, I feel like, of, of part of my message is that what you eat can make you sick. I mean, people need to understand that, that the food you're eating can make you sick. I feel like I'm in a bad science fiction movie, you know, at the end, the guy's like, it's in the food. But, you know, I don't want to leave you with that because the other end of this, the, the wonderful end of this is that what you eat can make you well. You know, it's that simple. All, so many of these diseases, I want to say all of them, obviously, it's not all, but so many, type 2, heart disease, fatty liver disease, leaky gut, so many of these diseases are linked to what we are eating. And the fact that what we're eating is so addictive is why we have such a problem giving it up. You know, I like to tell the story of... Um, my stepdad, who he had type 2 diabetes, it was really messing with him. He had glaucoma. And I just, I thought, you know, he's going to be okay because my mother is cooking for him every day. She's making all those foods that the doctor said he should be eating. So every day he's getting all of that nourishment that he's supposed to be getting and none of the sugar. And time went on and he wasn't getting any better. And I was like, what is going on? And then one day I went around the corner from where we lived and I saw him about to chow down on a Drake's apple pie. Remember those things? They probably still have them. Nothing but sugar. 
And he was, I mean, I saw him bite into that and you could tell that it hit his bliss point. I don't know if his eyes rolled back up in his head, but you could almost hear him going "Mm," from across the street. And that's when I realized, oh my God, he's addicted. It's an addiction. You know, that's what you call it when you cannot help yourself from imbibing a a substance that is proven to be harmful to you. You know it's harmful. You know you shouldn't. You don't want to. You tell yourself you're not going to, and yet you do. That's addiction. You know, people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to name it that. It's an ugly word. It's, you know, it's like all this other crap around calling it addiction, but I don't know what else to call it. And the fact is when you get off of it, when you take sugar, wheat, and dairy out of your diet, a lot of the things that go with that addiction go away. Like cravings. Isn't it interesting that we call it cravings? Well, those go away. So part of what's happening is my understanding. I'm not a doctor, but you know, I pay attention to the doctors in my life, Dr. Cummings in particular. And part of what's happening um, actually, I got this from Dr. Lustig um, from the Skinny on Obesity, a video series that you should definitely watch if if you have some time. They're only like 12 minutes an episode, and you do not have to be a beast to get a lot out of them. But what his research has shown is that um, insulin, the hormone that's created to help move sugar around in your body, when too much insulin is created, it blocks another hormone called leptin. And leptin is the hormone that lets you eat just one Lay's potato chip. You know what I'm saying? It's the hormone that tells you you're full. You've had enough. You can stop eating. And and in some ways, even to my mind, more importantly, it's also the hormone that tells you that you're satisfied. You know, that, that feeling you have after you've eaten something um, that it, it just doesn't, it doesn't just taste good. It has quelled some need in, that you had internally. And you can't even name what that need was, but you know when it's been satisfied. It just, fe- you feel good, right? It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm done. I've had enough. That was good. I don't need any more. I'm sated. Well, that's a hormonal signal. It's a hormonal signal, and you don't get that signal when you eat too much sugar. So that, that's part of what I wanted to talk about today, about not believing the hype, that it's not about willpower. It's about addiction. It's about hormonal signals. It's about an internal chemical drive that you have. And that's why it's so hard to deal with. You know, it's like your subconscious is telling you to eat stuff that you know you shouldn't eat. It's really hard to fight your subconscious. I'm just saying. And I think we all have experienced that. I don't think I'm telling anybody anything you don't already know. So here's the other part of hype that just is driving me a little batty because I hear it over and over and it's like people believe it. And that is that eating healthy food is bland and boring. 
where the hell did that come from? There's this sense that if I take sugar, wheat, and dairy out of my diet, I mean, literally people say to me, well, what's left to eat? Really? There is a slew. There are so many foods left to eat, so many combinations of those foods, so many tastes and flavors. Oh, my God. And so the, the hype is that if you eat healthy, you won't be happy. And I don't know where that came from, who put it out there, but it is out there and it's out there thick. People believe it. And I'm, I got news for you. You need to do yourself a flavor and get off sugar, wheat, and dairy for 10 days and find out for yourself because the news is food tastes so good. Right now, sugar has blunted your taste buds. More so, milk has blunted your taste buds. That was what I discovered the first time I got off of dairy, just how, how um, my taste buds, it's like, it was like turning on a switch that had been off, and I didn't even realize I was in the dark. Got off dairy, and oh my God, the flavors. I swear, things that you don't even know are sweet are even sweeter. I, I was at a, um, a, a friend's gathering, right? And we were at this tavern, everyone was drinking and, you know, having the chicken wings. And I was really clear that I wanted to keep eating well. Because, you know, for some of us, you can't go back and forth. It's like, it's like, it's like being an alcoholic. You're either drinking or you're not. You know, and for me, it's either I'm, I'm eating sugar, wheat and dairy, or I'm not. And when I'm not, it's so much easier. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm not, I don't eat that. I'm not eating that. It's a choice that I get to make. And I'm so happy to make it because I feel good. I feel good. I dare say I look good. You know, I'm talking about, I was a size 22. Well, now I float between size 12 and size 10 depending on how I'm eating. You know, so I'm going to say it. I look better. It's just how it is. You know, I can look at myself in the mirror and go, okay, I like the way that, that outfit looks on me. I like the way I look. Never mind. You don't have to be thin to be happy with yourself. And I advocate becoming happy with yourself no matter what weight you are. Because, you know, that's the inner game, right? But there's nothing wrong with liking what you see in the mirror. So anyway, my point here is that um, I was having, I think I was having a crudite, you know, something like with, with vegetables, chopped up vegetables and, and hummus, which I really like, actually. I'm a big fan of hummus. And I, I was happy with that. You know, there was lots of it. I could eat it to my heart's content. I was, you know, we were talking and we were good friends and one of the pieces of crudite was cucumber. And I, I kid you not, it was sweet. I was like, what the? And I, and I had it without the hummus just to check. And I swear to God, that cucumber was sweet. And I have never associated sweetness with a cucumber. But I'm telling you, get off sugar, wheat, and dairy, and your taste buds come back alive. 
you know, and, and the other part of that hype, I hear it so often is, you know, how will I live without and insert your favorite food, right? For one friend of mine, it was, I can't deal with never having fresh baked bread again. It's like, well, really? First of all, you can have fresh baked bread, you know, at some point again. But what about first, we get rid of the type 2 diabetes, what about we get rid of the heart, heart disease? How about not living with that, with that? You know, this country is so ready to give up on our own health and well-being. I saw a study, and I, I don't remember the exact numbers, so I'm, I'm admitting here that I'm, I'm fudging them a bit because I, I don't recall them. But it was something like this, that there were more in the time period of the Iraq and Afghanistan war, there were more amputations from type 2 diabetes than in both of those wars combined. And not by a little. It was, it was something like um, 1,500 compared to 150,000, something like that, something outrageously awful. And I should look it up and, and I'll put it on my site again. It's, I had a blog post about it a couple of years ago. You know, we have, uh, we're, we're letting our children be given lunches at, at, in school that are, are toxic. You know, I, at some point they, they're, they're saying now that a hash brown is a vegetable that that counts as a, a vegetable serving. Oh, you know, all right. I'm not going to keep going, but I guess my message for today is don't believe the hype. All right. It's not that you don't have willpower, that you're being lazy. It's that food is addictive and the food companies are making it even more so. And it's not that eating healthy doesn't taste delicious because I got news for you. It is so good. And you need to do yourself a service. Get off of it for 10 days. Try it. God, you can do anything for 10 days. Get off of it. Find out for yourself. Um, come Come be with us on Facebook. I'm making um, a 10-day really like super hyper um, affordable so that everybody can do it and get the support they need to do it. I, I'm just determined to do, you know, as much as I can to get people the information they need to get well because what you eat can make you sick and what you eat can make you well. Salute.